Hello everyone, it's Johnny with Sin City Hustlers coming at you with another episode of Let's Talk eBay. Uh, today we're going to go over a few things. Uh, just want to go over uh, what I sold over the weekend. And uh, I met one of my favorite sellers, or sellers, plural, at a savers. Uh, my wife, uh, let's just say she set up the meeting without me knowing. So I'm going to have to get her back on that one. Um, next, and then we'll go over some, uh, eBay news. Um, but first and foremost, uh, my name is Johnny, Sin City Hustlers, husband and wife team. I just want to put this out there because this is just, uh, this is my fifth episode and my podcast is, is mainly, uh, based around beginner because I still consider myself a beginner reseller. So with that being said, um, I am in no way an expert. Uh, I'm not a guru. I am no, you know, like motivational speaker. Um, I do this because I want to. I do this because when I was uh, researching to become a reseller, I was still on the fence about it. I, I didn't know if I really wanted to do this and if, if really, if I was really going to profit from it, because like I said in the beginning, if you listen to my first podcast, I had no capital, no, I didn't take out any loans or anything like that. So what I did was, uh, start out, uh, listing a few things around the house and then I went out sourcing. So a lot of stuff that I started in the beginning is out of my pocket and it was, you know, you had, you know, I had to con- consider the fact that it was coming out of my uh, own bank account and there was no capital. You know, I haven't been doing this for like X amount of years. So I just want to let everybody know that I'm I'm a no expert. I, I just, you know, roll with the punches and just try to give as much advice as I possibly can to someone who's, like I said, still on the fence and doesn't is not really sure if they want to resell or if this is going to be the type of business that they want to get into. Um, for me, it was it was an epiphany. It was something I want to do, and I'm trying to make it happen, and it's slowly happening. I've been reselling now for going on seven months. It will be seven months on the twentieth. So I'm still in a begin in like beginning stages. So I, I said once I put a year under my belt. I think I can consider myself experienced, but if you talk to other resellers or other resellers on Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media you guys use, um, you could always learn new things from the business. Um, I don't consider, you know, Reezy Resales or, or Nicole States experts because I'm sure they're still learning like we're still learning like someone who's only been selling for a few months. And Reezy's been doing it for like over 10 years. Nicole's been doing it for over five years. So with that being said, you know, there's always something to learn from reselling. So if someone comes at you who's a reseller and says, I know everything about reselling. I know every little 
you know, uh, a thing that needs to be successful in reselling. I wouldn't believe them because if they know everything or claim to know everything, I, I would, I would just say they're full of it because I, I would not believe them because I'm learning stuff every day, every week, every month. I'm learning something new about reselling and how to better my business, how to upscale my business, how to grow my business. So, uh, just, you know, take it for what it is. You know, I, I put this podcast out here just so people can, you know, listen to it and especially beginners and say, yes, you know, if he can do it, I can do it too. And that's what I took from when I first started, uh, reselling is, you know, if Reezy can do it, if Nicole States can do it, Side Hustle Pros, Raking Profits, if those guys can do it, I can do it. So it's it's more of uh, motivational, maybe a little kick in the butt to say, hey, look, maybe I should try this and see if it works. So that's my little opening rant. Um, we're going to go on the weekend sales. And they were okay again. Uh, everybody's talking about summer slowdown. And uh, it's definitely been slow. Um, let's see. Uh, first thing I sold, it was actually Friday. Uh, it was a uh, Under Armour men's uh, polo uh, shirt. Uh, it was a size, I think it was a size large. Uh, it, it was, it wasn't like something out of the ordinary. It wasn't just just a basic polo uh, shirt. Uh, only thing is, it had the the Marine Corps logo stitched on the uh, left side of the uh, shirt. So it was black with the Marines logo. And I haven't, it wasn't listed for that long. I say for a little over a month, almost two months maybe. And I sold it, sold it for $24.99. And this one I picked up at uh, the Goodwill bins and I found it. So I paid less than a dollar for it. So I'm pretty happy with that flip. Um, I will put these uh, sales up on my Instagram. Um, I know my last episodes, I would go through my weekend sales and I would forget to put um, what I sold on my Instagram. So you guys can not just hear what I sold, but see what I sold too. Because I know it's, it's sometimes it's hard to describe what you sold on, on a podcast. Uh, next one was a Billy Idol t-shirt, a 2008 tour t-shirt. Now, going into uh, this sale... Uh, I did pick it up at a Savers. I think I only paid like maybe $3 for it, maybe less than that. Uh, sold it for uh, $16, best offer of $16. I think I had it up for like $20, $19.99. And I took a best offer of $16. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty good flip. Uh, only paid maybe, a, I think maybe at the most $3 for it. And uh, Billy Idol, 2008 tour. And with this, with this, why I picked up this T-shirt was... Uh, because of one of uh, my favorite uh, resellers, uh, they're like a, a, a team reselling team. Uh, Katie Zilberberg and the LV Pink Panther, uh, or her first name is Vicky. She goes by LV Pink Panther. You can both look them up on Instagram. Follow them. They have a YouTube channel. Uh, they have really good content. Uh, they do live hauls every week. Um, I try to watch it every week. Uh, they. They're, they're very positive people. Uh, I love them to death. Um, they're the you know they're the good guys in in this community. 
the reselling community and they try to help you out as much as possible and they've been doing it a while so you know they they know their stuff and this is the reason why I picked up this Billy Idol t-shirt was because of Katie uh, she uh, you know her niche is um, vintage t-shirts and jackets and you know stuff like that so she she's pretty knowledgeable on stuff like that vintage uh, t-shirts and jackets like Nike or Reebok or Fila, stuff like that. So uh, that's, you know, where I picked up this T-shirt because her knowledge of, of T-shirts. And uh, it was in my store for a while, but um, for a good couple months. But it did sell for $16, so it's a nice little flip on that one. Um, like, like I said, if you're not following them, uh, you look them up on uh, IG, Instagram, and you'll, you'll see their stuff. They're really good stuff. Uh, next one I sold... Uh, was a pair of Forever 21 black athletic shorts, um, just basic uh, like workout shorts for women. Uh, they got the uh, just black. They're like leggings, but they're just shorts, you know. So I sold those for $12.99 and uh, shipping them out today. And just just a basic pair of shorts, nothing nothing really fancy about them. Uh, picked them up at uh, the Goodwill bins. So it was less than a dollar for them. So it was pretty good. Nice little flip on that one too. And last one was a pair of Levi jeans. And I know my last, I think it was a couple episodes ago, I was kind of ranting about how you shouldn't, you know, sell jeans on, on eBay because they don't sell. And I still stand by that. But for some reason, after that episode, I'm selling more pants. So it's kind of weird. Uh, I sold a pair of Levi uh, men's. Uh, factory ripped, you know, the, the kind that rip they the factory rips on purpose, small little rips, uh, distressed, which means they have like a worn look to it. Uh, distressed uh, Levi jeans. Now they have a what was different about these jeans was um, the uh, Levi tag in the back of the belt loop uh, had a white uh, tag on it instead of like the regular uh, Levi tag on it. It was a white tag so it was a it's San Francisco I believe uh, I'm looking it up right now let's see if I can find it it's uh yeah Levi Strauss company uh San Francisco California it has stamped on the inside uh of the waistband and uh it, it, I thought they were different because I've never seen Levi jeans with a white tag on the back and I thought they would sell a lot faster because of that. And I even looked up the comps and they were selling. But for some reason, jeans, like I said, jeans, uh, don't sell very well on eBay. So, but I finally sold them and I sold them for 20 bucks. So, uh, it was, uh, a good flip on that. And, and these I found at the Goodwill bins too. Um, nope, take that back. That was Savers bins. I found them at the Savers bins. And if you're scratching your head and say Savers Bins, yes, Las Vegas area has one Savers Superstore that has bins. It's not as big as the Goodwill Bins, but it's a pretty good size. So uh, once in a while, I'll, I'll pop my head in there and look around and find a few stuff. But I did find these jeans, and I kept them, and I thought, well, it's going to be a fast flip. I'll make, like, a good $25 on them. And nope, they were sitting in here for, like, a good three months before I sold them. But uh, it was a good flip, 20 bucks. I think I... Paid less than a dollar for it. It was in the bins. 
And uh, that's pretty much it for my weekend sales. Um, I will put this uh, my sales up on my Instagram so you guys can take a look at it. Uh, it was uh, a fairly good weekend. You know, four sales. So one, two, three, four. Yeah, four sales. So, uh, like I said, you, you always want to improve on your sales. Um, sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes you can't help, you know, you know, you can have the best stuff on your store. You can have the best stuff listed. And nobody's going to want to buy it because either they're not shopping online or or the, t- uh, the season, time of the year. Because right now it's summer, so a lot of people are taking vacations and doing things with family. So they're not really staying home and, and shopping online. So you want to take that into consideration. So uh, those were my weekend sales. Um, that's pretty much it for my weekend. Uh, one, two, three, four, four items. Um, okay, next thing I want to get into. Uh, yesterday, Sunday, my wife, she's all, um, before we go shopping, we're going to go grocery shopping. Um, you want to stop at a Savers and look around? I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess so. I, You know, we went to the Goodwill bins on Saturday. And we were there for like a good four hours getting a good haul. And uh, she's all, we, well, we haven't been to Savers in a while. Let's just go in there and just look around because it's going to be right there. And um, if you guys, any of you guys listen to this podcast and live in the Las Vegas area, um, we usually go, we live in the, like the, the border of Henderson, Las Vegas. And uh, we go to the Savers on sun, by sunset uh, on, uh, in Henderson. It's uh, Sunset Boulevard, and uh, you know, right a couple streets down, there's a saver. So we like to go in there and you know shop around, and we'll go into the 99 cent store, then go into Walmart and get whatever we need. So you know, we take off and and uh, we're driving on the freeway, and uh, we're getting you know I'm going to the Sunset Savers, and she goes, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "Well, we're going to Sunset, the Sunset Savers." I'm like. No, uh, I thought we were going to the Tropicana because there's the the superstore with the bins. Uh, not, I wanted to go to the one on Tropicana and uh, Tropicana in Eastern. And I go, oh, you want to go to that one? So I go, well, why don't we just go to Savers here? It's just right here, and then we usually do ninety nine then Walmart. She goes, oh well, I I wanted to go to the Tropicana one, and she was pretty insistent. So I go, okay, you know what? I get off the freeway and. Uh, you know, cut. You know, double back and going down Tropicana, and we we end up at the Savers. And at first, I didn't think about it at first why she was so insistent in in shopping at this Savers. But I was like, okay, whatever. So we haven't been here in a while, so we'll just we'll do it. You know, and um, we're in, we're in there for a good, I say, twenty minutes, almost thirty. And uh, my wife calls me over, and she's, she's all, babe, uh, come over here. I want to show you something. And I'm in the electronics aisle looking at TVs, looking at this Guitar Hero for weed. It was complete in the box. And I was looking at it, and, and I put it away. And she goes, come here. I want to show you something. I go, okay, I'll be right there. And I'm turning the corner around the aisle. And who do I see when I pop my head through that aisle? I see Katie Zilverberg. Uh, she was, <laughs> I just mentioned her. She's one of my favorite resellers. And she's walking towards me. And I'm like in shock because I'm a big fan of her, of hers. 
and her fiance Vicky, the LV Pink Panther. And I'm just my my mouth is open. Um, I'm like in awe. Um, I, I even told them in, in you know right in front of them like you guys are rock stars to me. I mean you guys are my favorite people. I, I love you guys to death. And um, it it was all set up by my wife. My wife actually contacted Katie and said, "Hey, my husband, who's the Sin City Hustlers, you know who he is. You know he he's been dying to meet you guys." So. She set up the meeting on purpose. That's why she was so insistent on in going to the Tropicana Savers instead of the Sunset Savers. And I got to meet them, and it was like the greatest day of my life. And I I love those ladies. They're they're wonderful. Um, you guys need to follow them. Subscribe to their YouTube channel. Subscribe to their uh, Instagram, LV Pink Panther, Katie Zilberberg, YouTube. Subscribe to them. They're awesome. I love them. Uh, they, I, I can't say enough about them. Uh, I was, I was speechless when I and I met them. It was kind of surreal. I mean, it was like meeting celebrities. And if you're in this business and and you follow people on on YouTube and Instagram, and um, she has a huge following on YouTube, and you know, to her, I mean, to me, I mean, I mean, they, they were celebrities. They're just meeting celebrities. My favorite celebrities, and. Um, I'm I'm still I'm still smiling right now. If you guys can see me, I'm I'm just smiling. I just love them to death. I can't say enough about them. So, thank you to my wife uh for setting that up. It was a big surprise. It was a, a good surprise. I I loved it. I got to meet them. Hopefully, uh we'll meet again. Hopefully, we'll source together and she'll put me on YouTube and I'll put it on my YouTube and we'll have a little collaboration there. But uh, uh shout out to you two ladies, Katie, Vicky. Love you guys. Uh, with that being said, um, it's going to be kind of a, hopefully a short podcast. Um, eBay news. Now this is a new segment I'm doing about eBay news, how, uh, I'm going to, uh, talk about some eBay related news. Now here's a story that just came out and I saw it on my morning news channel here in Vegas and it's, it's starting to spread around because of what was being sold on eBay. And now, uh, I'm not going to read the article verbatim, uh, but uh, basically a uh, Canadian man uh, tried to auction off his six-year-old McDonald's cheeseburgers and fries on eBay. Uh, Why he would do that, I don't know. Why he even had six-year-old burger and fries, I don't know. But he auctioned off a cheeseburger and fries that were six years old. So um, he, I, I want to say it was a prank. Like my last news article from last week about the steering wheel and the underwear. Now, this was not a prank. He actually wanted to sell a six-year-old cheeseburger and some fries. Now, if you look at the photo, I'll, I'll put it on my Instagram. It's a cheeseburger... Just a regular cheeseburger with smaller fries. They look old. They look crusty. And he put it up on auction for on eBay starting at $29.99. Now, the strange thing about it was eBay didn't catch it um, until the auction got up to about $150. Uh, the owner of the cheeseburger and fries... Dave Alexander posted the food item uh, 
on eBay on Thursday at the starting price of twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, eBay pulled the burger fries and fries for violating its terms and agreements, uh, saying uh, eBay uh, prohibits selling unpackaged or expired food. So, yeah, six year old burger and fries definitely expired. I mean, the the funny thing is people were actually bidding on this six year old cheeseburger. So. You know what? You know what are people thinking when they go on eBay? I mean, there's just a strange amount of people who go on eBay and go. I wonder if I can bid on some six-year-old fries and a cheeseburger from McDonald's. Let me look that up. Oh, here's one. Oh, six-year-old cheeseburger and fries. Let me put a bid on that. So. Uh, just like last week, because someone who bought the uh, dirty underwear was a car security system. Um, he wasn't actually able to sell them as uh, eBay pulled down the the listing. So um, it's, it's just it just shows that people will put anything on eBay and try to sell anything on eBay. I'm sure if I search eBay, there's going to be some weird things that are being sold on there. So I thought that was funny. Um, very funny article. I saw it this morning. And I go, I got to look this up and see exactly what's going on with this. Um, one more thing. Uh, there was another news article. This was, you guys might know about this already. Uh, it was published June 27th. And uh, eBay, the silicone company, said it's uh, reducing our global workforce by a low single-digit percent. Uh, That's a very nice way of saying you're going to lay off a bunch of people. Uh, The online online marketplace, eBay, laid off an uh, unspecified number of employees Wednesday, including workers in its downtown Portland office. Uh, If you guys ever see or subscribe to Nicole States' channel. She's actually visited that Portland office a couple times. She was actually invited by eBay to uh, uh, for like a conference or a meetup or something with eBay. And uh, she was at that Portland office. Uh, the company, company confirmed the cuts in an email to the Oregon, Oregon Live Wednesday night. Uh, we are sharpening our, our focus on priority initiatives. Uh, aligning our workforce with these initiatives and reducing our global workforce by a low single-digit percentage, said Penny Bruce, the eBay's Director of Corporate Communication. Now, I'm saying that's a, that's a nice, you know, democratic, you know, way of saying, oh, we're going to, eBay's not doing so well. We're going to lay off some people by a single percentage digit, which, you know, nice way of saying, you know, People are getting their walking papers. Uh, the company employed 14,100 around the world at the end of 2017. That's eBay. A 4% cut would eliminate about 560 jobs worldwide. Which, compared to a 14,100, that's a small percentage. But still, you're firing 560 people from eBay. In Portland, uh, the eBay's mobile development team occupies multiple floors of a building at the south end of downtown near Portland State University. The company declined to say how many eBay's Portland workers lost their jobs on Wednesday. So what does that say? 
when I read this, when I first read this, is when eBay made all their changes to eBay uh, with returns and free returns and getting rid of the, you know, the restock, uh, restocking fees and, you know, which I understand, you know, it's eBay, it's a business and eBay is a business and they run it the way they think they should run it. But like I said in my last episode, there should be an equilibrium, equilibrium between the seller and the buyer. Now, right now, eBay seems to be leaning towards more the buyer than they are the seller. You know, you, you can't do that when you run a business. You can't lean more towards one than the other because the sellers make eBay. The sellers, what runs eBay. Without sellers, people would not buy anything off eBay. So, th- like I said, there's got to be an equal balance. So, you know, without the buyer... There's, you know, there's no seller, you know, without the seller, there's no buyer. So you, you got to kind of, you know, equal it out a little. Are people going to start jumping ship? And especially with all these new platforms like, you know, Poshmark, you know, I've mentioned Poshmark before where they're going to, you know, Poshmark is doing very well. Look at Nicole State. She's basically out of eBay and Posh, she's doing all Poshmark. She's all in on Poshmark. You know, that's her niche is is clothing, new and used clothing. And, you know, it was a big, you know, controversy about why she jumped ship from eBay to Poshmark. People saying she was, you know, it was uh, uh, mail fraud. She was doing, uh, you know, wrong type of shipping for, for items, which, you know, unless I hear it straight from her, to me, those are just rumors that she was committing criminal act of, you know, fraudulently, you know, committing a crime from, you know, the USPS, United States Postal Service. So, but, you know, I don't think that's true. I think she made a mistake. She, she, you know, sent a couple items out that were the wrong, you know, shipping labels and people and, you know, the postal office caught it somehow, you know, she mentioned it in her, I believe her, uh, Instagram, and then people just just ran with it. You know, there was all these, you know, rumors going around how she was, she, you know, she's been doing it all this time, and she knew she was doing it all this time, and you know, Nicole's always been shady, and all these other resellers that were just dumping on her. You know, so I, I to me, I don't believe it. I'm, I'm not a believer of of all these rumors. You know, and. She did own up to it. She said, I'm sorry. It was a mistake. You know, so, you know, Nicole States is one of my favorite resellers, and she helped me become a reseller. So, you know, I'm not going to go around and start spreading rumors about, you know, what she did. I think she's a wonderful person. I think she's human, just like the rest of us, and she makes mistakes. And all these resellers that are just so easy to dump on her and so easy to to spread rumors about her, you know, to me, it's, it's more envy and jealousy because how successful she is. You know, I, I, I think it's great how successful she is. I've been following her for a long time and, you know, I'm, it's, I think it's great what she's doing. She, she's providing for her family basically, you know, and just, just like what I'm trying to do. And like all of you guys out there that are resellers are trying to make money, right? I'm trying to make money.
you know, so I'm trying to make it into a full-time business, just like most of you resellers who have full-time, do it full-time, you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be mad at her, she's still my favorite, I love her, um, uh, with that being said, I love using that, that being said, um, that's pretty much it for this weekend, um, I'll, I'm trying to set up an interview with the reseller, um, I, I've got a couple, uh, I've, I've DM'd a couple of, uh, resellers and hopefully I'll get one on soon. I don't want to schedule a reseller and then not come on, but, uh, I do want to have one co-host or have one as a guest again, like to get their story. I know you've guys heard my story. I would like to get your, uh, their perspective on how they became a reseller. So, uh, my name is Johnny with Sin City Hustler. Look me up on Instagram, sin underscore city underscore hustlers. I'm going to have uh, the news article here uh, on Instagram. And everybody have a good week and have a good weekend and have a good summer. See you guys.